It's time again to find out what Ed has said. Hello and welcome to another episode of What Ed Has Said. As always, I'm your faithful host, Eddie. And today, I have a very, very special episode because I'm going to be interviewing a very, very good friend of mine that I haven't seen in a long time. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. There's a good friend of mine I had the pleasure of meeting a couple years ago. He was one of the smarter kids in class, and he was well-liked by his peers. Um, We sort of connected in P class, you know, we were sort of uh, put together in that class and you know like he said once uh when people are put together in a sort of mandatory sort of way like when they're forced to be together that's kind of where most you know relationships in school or work kind of happen it's because of that sort of uh you know you have to work with these people and i gotta say i think i got pretty lucky uh a couple years ago though he and his family had to move to Virginia because his father had ties with the military. You see, his father is in the Navy. And, you know, they get stationed around a lot. You know, it's uh, it's very normal. Um, and it was kind of a heavy loss because we kind of knew that, you know, after that, things were sort of... We would kind of get a little distant. You know, obviously, you know, it's sort of like he's on the other side of the country... And uh, the PE group that we had um, sort of uh, drifted apart after a while, too. So there's also that. But recently, he um, reached out to me on Discord. He heard about my podcast. He actually listened to it a little bit. And he wanted to know if he could you know, be a guest on my podcast. And I said, why not? And so, here he is today. Uh, I think I've rambled on a little bit too much, so I'm just going to give him the opportunity to introduce himself. So, Hey, nice to be on, Eddie. Um, uh, if you don't know by my voice or the episode, I'm not sure what Eddie's planning on naming it. Uh, I'm Chris Rivera. Um, I spent about two years in California. Within one of those wonderful years, I get to spend a nice big old PE class block with Eddie and a few other friends. Uh, and I gotta say, it was one of the most fun times I've ever had. Uh, it's great to be on today. And it's great to have you. Honestly, uh, the minute you told me that you wanted to be on the show, I I got really excited. Like, and I told, and I hyped it up to like all the friends that I knew knew you, and they got really excited too. And, you know, they were waiting for this, and I told them, oh, you gotta wait like a week or so, and they were like, oh man, come on. You know, yeah. I mean, because I've, I've been meaning to get on it, but it's just I kept getting busy, and then I was like, also when you first started the podcast, I was like, oh, that might be weird if I asked to go on because that might seem like a little like pretentious. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, you know, we miss you here. You know, like obviously your memory has not been erased. We we still remember you. I bring like you know when I bring you up, you know, we get all these sort of like fond memories and things. Uh, well, which kind of brings me to our first topic, um, 
I kind of wanted to talk about our days in the P group, you know, when we had Coach Butters and when we had to have Mr. Rascon. And, you know, when, you know, our little group that we had with Manny and Liz, me, you, you know. So. Ah, yeah, those those are fantastic days. Like, to be honest, like, you just saying the names of the PE coaches now, I completely forgot them. Because, honestly, during the PE groups, I was always, like, kind of focused on, like, hanging out with you guys. Um, it was really fun. Like, so, coming... So, I was... I actually grew up in Windsor. In, in that town, every single PE class you ever do is all indoors. And you don't really get a lot of time to hang out with friends. So, being able to hang out with, a, like, three wonderful people that are equally hilarious in their own rights was like the most taboo thing i've ever had and it was probably the best class i've ever had in terms of hanging out with friends and such because even if we had our differences there was always like either a joke or some stupid conversation that just made my day whenever i was in that class like whenever i had the day that i had pe i was so hype i was like this is gonna be funny like i don't know what's gonna happen but something funnier than the last day always happens yeah and i would always get excited for it too i mean I really do miss looking forward to having PE class because honestly, I've never been looking forward to a PE class, even now. Like, you know, I think of PE class and I say, oh man, I gotta suit up and stuff. But, you know, you guys made it worth it, you know, and I, I miss those days. I really do. Oh yeah, it was, it was so much fun. Like, even though, like, so it was in the locker rooms, nobody interacted with each other. So it was like a weird silent buildup to going outside. Cause then once we all, like all four of us were in the spot, Everybody was like in tune, laughing their asses off already. And then even when we didn't have a joke to make, we would like be playing a game. Like I'd like someone to bring out Uno cards or just regular decks of cards, and we just play random games and just get all mad at each other and riled up. It was it was a blast to go to that class, and it's it's definitely a shame that there's not a lot of opportunities like that to have in high school. Even like even though you have two years of mandatory, um, what is it? Two years of mandatory PE in California. It's like you can never really predict that kind of thing and when you get into it it's just you, you just kind of got to enjoy the moment and that's all you really can do with it right i mean i just kind of remember going to the back you know where you know the really big tires were and you know lying on that little <laughs> ramp thing i don't know what it was i don't know what its purpose was it was like having a bed outside dude. it was yeah. it was great everybody lied on that i think except for manny manny would always like go inside the tires and then pop his head out and say like bendejo or something <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know what to say. It's um, it was it was just a great time. Those are though. fond memories, really fond memories, and you know, in a PE class of all things. Uh, well, yeah, I and mean, you said it earlier. It was like, what's interesting about a class like that is because everyone in there is like everyone in there understands that the situation they're in was not something they asked for. So with that in mind, the burden of like having requested that class and everyone having to like accept the fact that they all mutually wanted to be here is gone so because it's mandatory everyone can kind of just relax a little bit and be themselves and not just give zero craps about what other people think of them so that kind of it's interesting how that fosters really really close friendships because you guys just like like i would say that the majority of the people of that pe group we're all completely different people like we had similarities which is why we were able to be friends but from a baseline perspective we were all so different and all came from like really different lifestyles um like not, not gonna call anybody out laughs uh, not gonna call anybody out with their lifestyles but there was like um 
there was always like me and you were kind of like the goody goodies of it because me and you never really did anything bad and then like liz and manny were the ones that were like just crazy i was like it's not like they did anything illegal but like the stuff the antics they would get up to and especially the things they would talk about would just make the group so interesting to go to oh yeah i mean yeah i guess you could describe us as little goody goodies compared to those guys especially oh yeah about (laughs) coach butters though um do you kind of remember what he looked like he was a big bald guy guess what though he grew a beard. He grew a beard. You know, that doesn't surprise me, though. He's getting yeah. older, so he's got to kind of hide it. No, 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 no. <laughs> but he, he really, uh, you know, it looks good on him, you know? Like, uh, yeah. I mean, even if you picture yeah, like, it in your mind. Beards are, beards are really coming into style. Yes. I think maybe it's, you know, what else can we talk about, you know, that P group before, you know, we go into the next topic and, uh. Like, is there anything? I think honestly, like the funny moments, like the funniest moments, were when Manny would interact with somebody and then completely forget about the group. He would just be like in his element and just do or say something that was so unbelievably stupid. It just left us all in tears. Like I remember one time, uh, one of his friends came. I think it was it was like this skinny white guy. Uh, he comes up and he like I, I don't forget if he like slapped Manny in the ass or something, <laughs> but Manny said he wanted to punch him in the crotch just to like get payback. And the like the sound that that dude let out out of fear was just the funniest thing. Like it was the funniest sound I think I've ever heard come out of a male species. <laughs> that I was just like I was left dying in tears when I heard it. It was like that by far was one of my favorite memories of all time, just because of how like up in the air and just crazy it was. Like it went from zero to sixty in literally no time at all. Like I blinked and Manny was about to punch this guy in the crotch. I don't know if I I don't think that rings a bell for me honestly, but. It was, I think you and Liz were talking when that happened, and I was just kind of sitting there zoning out as usual. Oh, I see. I see. What? Well, what about you? What was your favorite memory? My favorite memory? That's a tough one. We've had a lot. I know. P was, there was a lot of good memories in that. It's kind of hard to choose one. I just kind of opted for the funniest I remember when I, when I truly introduced my comedic genius you know, the very moment when, when you guys, you know, realized that there was more to me than meets the eye, uh, I, I kind of gave a little joke. And I didn't really think it was very funny, but you guys, for some weird reason, thought it was the most hilarious joke you've ever heard. I don't know why. Uh, let me see if I can remember how it goes. Alright, so there's a bartender, right? And a Mexican guy, an Asian guy, and a black guy go into the bar and the bartender says get out of my bar and it doesn't sound like a very funny joke but you guys were just <laughs> <laughs> because it was like so you have to understand the reputation that you had built up in the group to that point was that you would give a lot of meaningful input but you weren't the joke teller like you had jokes that were hilarious in the past 
but it was mostly up to like Manny and Liz to say the funniest things in the group. So having that come from you and just being like so blunt, like the punchline was so blunt that actually when you first said it, I missed it for a second. And then when I realized that was the end of the joke, that's why I started laughing because I was just like, what does that even mean? Like, how am I supposed to interpret that? And I was just, it was the funniest thing. Like I had forgotten about the joke, but as soon as you said it, there was one time I told a joke and it was the hilarious thing. I was like, oh God, I remember this. Cause I think Manny was like laughing so hard. He almost fell on the ground. Manny laughed at a lot of stupid things. I remember it's- Manny laughed like, I would show him like the most random Instagram meme of something that most people would like not find funny in even the most like remote term, like or the most remote uh, description of the word, and he would just be rolling on the floor laughing. It was hilarious. Yeah, I remember this once one instance. Uh, Manny was, you know, he showed up a little bit, a little bit buzzed, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, and you showed him a video of a Chihuahua, I think it was giving himself a little bit of a fellatio <laughs> and <laughs> uh, yeah you remember, remember now that. huh i remember that now <laughs> that's, and he just that's a good memory <laughs> you almost killed him with that you know, oh, he, he i literally showed him like three died. times and he was he was on the verge of puncturing a lung with how sharp his laugh was <laughs> It was, I wasn't even laughing at the meme. It was just the fact that he found it so hilarious that actually got me dying myself. Because I was like, it's literally just a chihuahua doing a basic animal act and he's just dying at it. Well, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't really call that basic. I'd call that a little bit advanced, you know? To an extent, to an extent. I mean, you never yes, know yes. what an animal's capable of. Right. It was, there was some really funny times in that class, I swear. There was like, if I hadn't been in that PE class, my time in sophomore year would not nearly have been as memorable. It was one of the main highlights of that entire year. Oh, sophomore year was, uh, it was, it was an, an eventful, you know, it was an eventful year for me especially. I, I learned a lot, and I grew a lot as a person, I think, especially in sophomore year. Well, I was glad I got to be around to see that because it was like from the time I had met you to the time I knew you like to the point where I was leaving, you advanced a lot as a person. Like, and I don't mean to say that you were like a bad person or like a boring person when I first met you, but you definitely opened up a lot more as the year progressed. And then by the end of the year, you were like the prime joke teller. Like you were the quiet one. So whenever like Whenever anybody wanted to hear a good joke, they would just have to listen out for when you tell something because, like, I don't know if it's, like, the magic of just not giving people a good joke every now, like, very often, but every time you told a joke that you put a lot of meaning into, people were dying laughing. Like, it was, it was crazy. Like, I saw it a couple times and I was just, like, I would laugh myself, but I'd be like, wow, this man's got talent in that sector whenever he, like, applies it correctly. Um, but, like... Compare, like comparing that to when I had first met you when like you wouldn't really venture out that far or if you did like I remember when I first met you when you would tell a joke like that you would kind of mumble it out so it was hard to hear uh, but then by the end of the year you were just like freaking comedian over here and I was like Jesus Christ I can't even keep up in any remote sense it was a lot of potential that I just kind of hid away for so long and when I finally had the opportunity to show it to the world you know the maybe the world wasn't ready yet but you're the hero that Chula Vista deserved, but not the one it needed right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
You think uh, maybe you want to go to the next topic? Sure. It's your maybe. pace, man. It's your show. All right. I'm just here for the um, ride. So correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the next topic was about, you know, our future plans, you know, where we plan to study, where we plan to work, you know, where we see ourselves in the future, where we want to be. As I would um, Yeah. So do you want to start off or should I? That could go first. Um, for me, what I... So when I started out uh, junior year, I think it was, my original plan, and some people who know me will might have known this at the time, because I, I think I settled on this like a couple years ago, uh, I wanted to be a computer scientist because I read a lot about how the job was growing and how uh, there's going to be like 70% increase in that market for the next 10 years. Um, but as I got closer and closer to the end of junior year, it started to become readily apparent to me as I progressed through the AP Computer Science A class that I did not like the subject. So you, you, sometimes like you're going through what you think is going to be your life plan, and then you just have that moment where it hits you. It's like, this is not what I want to do at all. Um, and I had a big moment like that. I was just like, this is boring as crap to me because it was mostly just like applying Algebra 2 to a new language. It's kind of like just translating a math textbook to say like French or something. Um, and it's not very interesting. Like you have creative ways you can get around it, but unless you find the complex nature of it interesting, it's not a good career field. Um, so I kind of just decided to go with the idea of following in my father's footsteps and um, going into the military for nuclear engineering. Uh, which I'm currently pursuing, so the thing about it is it's not like you have to go to like a college specifically for it, but you take the ASVAB test and then you qualify for it. And if you do, then they ship you out and so on and so forth until eventually you're already in training for it. So that's mostly my plan. At the moment, I'm just focusing on getting my physical ability up to par for the PT test. Um, but beyond that, it's a pretty easy ride, honestly. All right, well, <laughs> I mean... You know, it sounded kind of dry as you were talking <laughs> it's about it. It's not you very know. fun to explain. Probably wouldn't even. <laughs> I probably wouldn't really last long in a class like that. Um, in terms of in terms of you know where I want to be in the future, I I know that I I figured out that I sort of I don't really want to be doing just one thing. Really, I don't want to dedicate my whole life to just this one thing like be it graphic design or you know being an illustrator or a comic book writer author whatever um, there's a lot of things that I want to do with the time that I have and I kinda you know I don't really wanna you know dedicate it to just one thing so I'm thinking maybe in the future you know I'll, I'll study graphic design somewhere maybe major major in it I don't really know uh, get a job where I'm just, you know, making, you know, a lot, of, you know, there's a lot of things that go into graphic yeah, you design. Just kinda, you kind really. of, you have a, a general um, idea, and then you're just kind of uh, going with the flow with that, and it's completely respectable. Exactly. I mean, I'm a, I was a little bit afraid about having something like that, because it's not exactly the most stable thing to do, but to me, I think that you know, I think that's probably the well, best yeah. and, thing. You know, for me what to do. matters with because... a, a career field, and as repeated as this is, it's something that a lot of people still forget to heed. It's that if you're not really enjoying the career field you're trying to go into, or not enjoying the career field itself, then you're wasting your time because you're just not going to enjoy the job. You're not going to push to advance in it. 
And so as a result, you're just going to hit you at a standstill. You're going to hit a wall, and you're just not going to be bothered to climb it. So going into a field, even if it's a risky one that you enjoy, is infinitely more important than finding a career field that pays like six digits and gets you all these benefits. It's like, those things are important, yes, but if your life is centered around them, you're not going to enjoy adult life. You're just going to end up being a zombie going to work every day and just wishing you had something better. Very wise words, my friend. Very I've been wise studying words. from Gandalf recently. And we are back. We were gone, and now we're back. And last we left off, we were talking about um, what were we talking about? Last I remember, I think we were talking about like future decisions and such. Future decisions. Uh, you know, something around the ballpark. It doesn't really matter. I mean, they'll know. They don't have a memory span of like ten minutes or something. Yeah. So speaking oh. of PE, um, what, what's your? So I heard you do the weightlifting class now. What, what's what's your favorite part about that class right now? Well, um. It's got to be the fact that I'm getting better at it. You know, that's always a... It's always a nice difference. Of course. I mean, I started off like uh, like a weakling, you know? I, I Over the break, I really kind of let myself go. I didn't really do anything. And especially during uh, junior year, which, you know, I didn't have a PE class, and that's that was kind of a bad decision on my part. Um, but now, you know, I'm trying to improve i'm trying to get better and stuff like that you know just uh little by little i'm i'm getting a lot stronger and i'm starting to notice you know i mean of course i'm not like a bodybuilder but well, i mean you know you know gotta be to be in a weightlifting class it's I, like with me in particular like i throughout the summer was i mostly worked so i wasn't inactive all the summer but like i wasn't really pushing any physical fitness goals i was like all right when school starts which for me in Virginia is September. I know uh, in California, isn't it like July? Uh, it starts around August, I think. Ah, okay. Yeah, so for me that's in September, so I get about... No, actually, actually, yeah, it's in July. It's like towards the end of July. Yeah, I thought it was like the last week that they start. Um, I get like three months of summer, and for a lot of that I spent it working, and I was like, when school starts in September for me, I was like, I'm going to get started on training for military PT. Because even though like it's nine months away that it would actually matter that I have to be in shape. It's still better to start preparing as early as possible rather than like procrastinating. It's like, I got like one month to lose like 30 pounds and progress in athletic ability by like a significant margin. Um, I just had a workout today that was pretty, pretty hefty. So um, I know in California they have one called workout bar but over here what i like to go to is orange theory it's basically just like a pe class if the pe teacher actually cared about what you're doing and pushed you to get better at what you're doing um and for the most part it's like exercises that most people could kind of just get down as long as they try but it's it's a good workout um i haven't like they don't do like weightlifting in like the traditional sense of the word you usually just do like various exercises and you can change the weights as you need mm-hmm. to uh, I know, like weightlifting, it isn't like the focus on like the bench press, and then they have a few other main workouts like a bicep curl and such that you'd be doing. Right, right. Yeah. 
again. So, yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, it's it's a good workout. I mean, in general, just getting out there and doing something is a good thing to do. Like, so for the military, there's like three main categories. It got to be like I have to have solid like so it's push-ups, curl-ups, and the run. The run, I've pretty much got down. It's not a problem. But I've always had problems with the push-ups and curl-ups, and that's just because my core is actually embarrassingly weak, which I only learned because I started going to the gym again, which was just a horrendous endeavor, I suppose. Yeah, well, I mean, about like what you said about you know coaches not really caring at all. I mean, I kind of, I kind of understand that a little bit because you know in my weight training class. You know, you, there's only one coach for, like, 25 kids, you know, so he can't really, like, stay on top of you and be like, you got to push it, man, you got to push it. But, like, now and then, like, he, he checks if you're doing stuff right, making sure that you don't throw out your back trying to lift something the wrong way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But he's mostly there to, like, supervise and occasionally, like, show you something new. But um, more often than not, does he, like, does he kind of just let you do what you want to do? Um, no, we've got sort of, uh, we've got like a, a, um, we were, how does it, how do I describe it? One day, okay, so there's four workouts, right? And every other day you sort of alternate between those four, like, oh, today we have workout one, and tomorrow we're going to have workout two, and the day after that we're going to have workout three, and so on, you know? And that's kind of how he does it, but as long as we get those, um, it's like three exercises in one workout, and as long as you finish those, you can do whatever you want to do, but it, chances are that you're not really going to finish before that time's up. Yeah, well, an hour and a, like 90 minutes is a pretty good space of time to do stuff, but it's like, I think with weightlifting in particular, like a lot, like the workouts can run a lot longer than most other workouts because you're not... It's not quite like a cardio workout where, like, after 30 minutes, if you were pushing, you're done. It's like, you know, you obviously push and you will get tired and fatigued and your arms will just not be able to push as much anymore. But uh, you can keep going for longer, I suppose. Like, for me, like, most workouts that I do never last more than an hour. And if they're lasting more than an hour, it's usually because I'm doing something unconventional. Um, But I know with, like, weightlifting, it can definitely change a lot more from what I'm used to, which is just much of cardio. Right. Now, before we get a little too deep into all this exercise workout stuff, you know, I'm pretty sure not... heads right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't want to give anybody the impression that, you know, I'm... that's all I care about. Obviously, that's not what... You know, you know, it's just, it's just, I feel as though the demographic that I'm going for isn't all about, you know, working out and stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, I got you. We should probably we should probably go into the maybe the next topic. What was it? Um, oh yeah, we were talking about um, things that you miss about San Diego. Things that you know, good memories from living around here. You know, uh, yeah, just go on. Let us know. I think the thing that I miss the most about California is it's got to be the friends I made. Um, like California is certainly a big taboo from what I've grown up with most of my life so um, for some people I probably talked to about it Virginia is mostly flat with trees and the very uh, the weather is very variable so like here in the summer 
it's unbearably hot. Like, if, like, I think the highest temperature I saw in California was somewhere up in, like, 90, which is hot, reasonably. But in Virginia, 90 degrees is a lot different from California, 90 degrees, because it's humid here. Um, so the weather is, the weather there is very pleasant, and that's probably, like, the second most thing I miss. Uh, but anyway, going back to what I was saying about friends and people, um, of the things that I saw in California, I think the amount of humble people there are living in California, like in the high schools and such, and the people, the pleasurable friends I got to meet, uh, is probably the thing I miss the most. Like, I miss having that lunch group. Like, I got friends here, but they don't compare. It's, I mean, they're great friends, don't get me wrong, but it's a different demographic of person, and I gotta say there were a lot more hilarious conversations I had in California. Like, just some of the stuff that we could get up to is hilarious to me and also it's like another thing was the campus of chula vista specifically it's like the outdoor campus was always something that was so new to me that it always stayed fresh like i loved being outside at pretty much all times of the day it was such a pleasant experience and it also gave like students a lot of free time to just kind of do whatever like there was a lot of freedom associated with being yeah. allowed to go around campus throughout the day and i remember like we, we had our spot obviously but I, I loved just being able to enjoy the nice breeze when I'm just walking from class yeah. to class. It was always I kinda, such a I kind of forget the fact that other schools in the U.S. don't really have all the luxuries that we have around here. I mean, sure, the the housing's way more pricey than anything else. And, you know, there's a lot of homeless people around and the sun's killing us every single day that we go outside. But all in all, um, it's a pretty nice experience just because of, you know, that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, I think like, some of the more notable friends, like some of the people that were around from like day one that I was in Cal, that I was in Chula Vista, is like um, Valeria in particular. She was like she was the first person I met that actually stuck around as a friend of mine to sophomore year when I left. I think uh, another another great friend that I don't quite remember how or when I met her. I think. We didn't talk until sophomore year much, but she was always like, she was always such a bully to me, but it was really funny. Marlene, she was, she's such a bully, <laughs> like, but she's a funny one, not like a, like a genuine one, but it's like, we always just went bantering back and forth. Like she would, I forget what insults she would use for me, and then I would just call her a weeb, and it would just kind of go back and forth. Um, Liz, for sure, she was a pleasure to talk to, like she was like, she was someone you went to talk to, like, not only if you wanted to have a fun time just in a conversation, but if you, like, if you needed to, like, let a load off, she was always someone who was, like, willing to listen to you and give you some genuine advice. Uh, of course, there was always the great and wonderful Eddie, you know, one of my, you were literally, like, sophomore year, I was like, this is the man. Like, I always had, like, some weird spiel to go about, like, just saying, like, yo, Eddie, you're a freaking god, dude. Um, but it was always, like, the groups and the friends that I made, that's probably what I miss the most about California. Is like the people there are so much more genuine and you can really tell. It's like they care about you and you can easily, you know, just get lost caring about so many people that you just you can't even keep track of it all the time. It's really just a pleasure to talk to people there. And that was that I think that among everything else is what I miss the most about that place. I mean those were some pretty kind words, right? Exactly, people are gonna man. start wondering. How, people are gonna start wondering how much money I gave you just Dude, to I start just talking you about. God, me. so the paycheck's gonna be pretty high. <laughs> oh, I bet. I mean, you're not. You wouldn't be the first one who would like ask for money after these. <laughs> nah, man. I ain't I'm, joking, I'm joking. I'm <laughs> joking. All right. 
Um, anything else you wanted to talk about nah, before man, we? Hmm. You got I feel like else, we could I'm, get... I'm all ears. All right. How's about you um, say hello to those friends that you mentioned? What's up, uh, and anybody Mar-weeb? else you wanted to? <laughs> all right. <laughs> What's up, Marwee? Like Valeria? Like something. I'll just say like, like say something nice to them. Yeah, you know, just like a little like, you know, a little thing towards them, you know, so that you know they feel, I don't know, whatever you want to do, you're the you're the judge of that. <laughs> All right, Marweeb, keep up with the stupid anime stuff. Your art's great. You're just a weeb, and it's okay. I accept it. Valeria, I think she just had some cool stuff going on in her life, so I'm happy for her. She's doing great. I think. I don't know. I keep up with her every now and then, but I, I'm not the best with that. Liz, I'm not sure what's going on with her. She was always a pleasure to talk to, as I said. It's it would be nice to hear from them again, but honestly, I understand that you know it's a little hard to keep up with old friends. Uh, and then Eddie, yo, dude, it's been a pleasure today, like for reals. Like I, I didn't really expect to get a lot of like I didn't at first expect to even go for asking like, hey, can we do a podcast? But it's 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 really fun, and honestly, it's like it's really nice not only to just be able to like talk with a good friend, but to be able to like have some nice conversations and just get get back in touch with old people is the greatest thing ever. And you've been absolutely a pleasure to talk to. I mean, don't worry about it, man. Any other time you want to come in the show, you know, um, you know, just uh, in moderation because it can't, you know, just turn into the what Ed has said with Chris show, you know what I mean? <laughs> Don't worry, man. I I'm, mean, not, I'm not planning on stealing your show or anything. Wouldn't be a bad idea, though. Hmm. We'll talk. No, but I'm... <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I mean, it's it's been great having you on here, I gotta say. Um, you know, I think we really did get a very, very nice and wholesome episode, you know, wrapped up. I think people are really gonna enjoy this, and a lot of that has to, you know, go down to you being, you know, the nice and friendly person that you've always been. Uh, seriously, you know, you're like, uh, you're probably one of the best people I knew uh, back in sophomore year. I mean, that's not saying much. I didn't know a lot of people, but you, you know what I mean, it's, right? It's still, it still matters, but you got me right in the feels. <laughs> it's all right, man. I mean, just remember that we still think about you from every now and then. Uh, whenever you ever come back, you know, just let us know. We might... You know, like, oh, dude! If I end up back in San Diego, we gotta hang out. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I got I got a list of people that I gotta get in touch with. Like, yo, let's hang out. Let's go do something. Yes. Anyway, that's been this episode, folks. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, anything else you wanted to add before we ended this? That's been great being on. Thanks for having me. And thanks for being on. This has been your faithful host, Eddie. And uh, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Goodbye.